Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity, tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I am super excited to have a very special guest with us here today. And this is someone that when we first connected, we just got along right away. He's a super cool guy. He's just really laid back, has a great personality, and it's someone, and he brings so much to the table with what all he's accomplished. I can't wait for you to hear his story. His name is Corey Lee, and he is an entrepreneur, business builder, and leadership developer who is passionate about helping entrepreneurs navigate business growth without sacrificing their faith, family, and fitness. I love those three Fs, by the way. He and his wife have built and sold multiple businesses in the healthcare and fitness industries. And when he isn't helping companies and individuals grow, he can be found spending time with his wife and three children at their home in Mississippi. You can find more about him at his website, CoreyLeeLeadership.com. And if you visit CoreyLeeLeadership.com slash conversation, you can grab two free downloads. One is a personal assessment that will help you get clearer about yourself. And another is a spousal survey. So if you want to have a better relationship with your spouse, there is a survey there to help you do that. So go grab that at CoreyLeeLeadership.com slash conversation. Corey, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, Mario. Well, man, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for allowing me to come on and uh, get the opportunity to add value to your listeners. I'm excited about our conversation today. Man, me too. And I love your energy. I love I love your energy because it's equal parts chill and enthusiastic. And I like that because you're not like all up in your face crazy like you had 18 cups of coffee. But at the same time, you bring that energy and it brings me up a notch. So if I was like half asleep, I'd be awake talking to you, but not in like a I'm going crazy type of way. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, uh, people are uh, like elevators. What John Maxwell says, you either lift people up or you're taking people down. I like to be an elevator, Mario. You know? That's right. And it's a, yeah, it's a nice, calm enthusiasm and I like it. But uh, let's talk a little bit about, first, let, why don't you just tell your story? Because I, I think it's fascinating and I think it leads into a lot of the other things that we can talk about. So, you know, how are you sitting there today, Corey Lee? What took you to that seat that you sit in? Oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Well, so kind of you said it in my bio. My wife and I, we built a couple of businesses, a few businesses. I'm a physical therapy assistant by trade, but an entrepreneur. I love business, love those kind of things. And actually, in fact, Mario, in a five-year period of time, didn't realize this to the other day, five-year period of time, we had built and sold four gyms and two physical therapy clinics and had three kids all in a five-year period of time. And the PT clinic that we had was, we opened up in a town of 1,100 people, 1,100 people. So anyway, it, it was it was awesome. But I, I think kind of to understand that, 
to understand anybody, it, it helps to understand and hear their story and their journey, right? So uh, like you said, I am from Mississippi. I was raised here, but we traveled a good bit and moved back. But I was raised at an early age by my mom and my grandmother. When I was uh, three, my dad left and he took out a piece of paper and he wrote on this piece of paper and he taped it to the door of our uh, single wide trailer that he was moving to Chicago with another lady. And now my mom got the opportunity to raise a three-year-old and a one-year-old on her own. Uh, but she wasn't on her own. She had my grandmother. And uh, I, I can uh, I can still hear my grandmother's voice to this day. She would say, uh, Mario, she would say, these... These two, these two grandbaby boys of mine, they ain't growing up to be no sissies, right? <laughs> she said, they ain't growing up to be no sissies. And we'd be at her house and she would say, boys, get out here. And uh, we'd get up and we'd walk through her house and we'd go out there on her carport and she would have her car jacked up with the driver's side tire laid over and she'd say, pick it up and put it back on. And I'm like, you know, I'm like five. I can't even lift this tire, right? And she would have us in her bathroom, hovered over the toilet with a plunger, just trying to unclog this unclogged toilet. There was nothing wrong with the toilet, right? But she was living out that old um, John Wooden quote where he says, when opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare, right? She, she wanted us to be ready for when that tire was flashed. She wanted us to be ready for when that toilet was clogged up. And uh, my mom and my grandmother, I mean, they, they did the best they could. They loved us. But, you know, it was really in that environment that I was programmed to believe certain things. I was programmed to believe things about you and your listeners. And I was programmed to believe things about me and my potential, what I could and could not do, you know. And uh, I was programmed to believe, um, you know, if you lived in a big old house with the swimming pool, with the twirly, twirly slide, then that actually meant something about you. And if you lived in a small little rundown shack, and that said something about you. Um, but, but I also grew up with some sayings, sayings like, you know, you don't take risk. It's better to be safe than it is to be sorry. But Mario, really the one that affected me the most was um, stay humble. And, you know, th that's a great, great quote if you have the right definition of what humility really is. And see, I had the wrong definition of humility. I thought humility was thinking other people were better than me and thinking of myself as less than, right? And because of that, I lacked a lot of self-confidence. I decided to go to college to, to become a physical therapist assistant because I didn't think I was smart enough to be a real physical therapist. I had an invitation to walk on and play college baseball but because I knew that the catcher that team already had was way better than me. I didn't deserve to be on the same field as that guy that I didn't even show up to my own tryout. So, and it wasn't really until I heard Adrian Rogers talking about humility. And he said, humility is a form of rebellion. And I was like, well, that, you know, that's kind of interesting. And he said, see, what, what most of, we, we have these gifts and these talents. And when we start to let these gifts and talents shine, we call that arrogance. But Adrian Rogers said, that's not arrogance. That's awareness. And the moment you step in and you don't bring that forward, the moment you step in and you decide to settle for something less because you're having a sense of humility, then that's rebellion against the gifts that God has freely given you. And that really changed my definition of what humility was. The humility isn't thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. And the definition that I, I've come to define it as humility is being fully aware of the gifts and talents that you do have, and then bringing those forward to serve other people. 
And one thing I know about you, Mario, I, I, I know just listening to some of your previous episodes and in our conversations, you're very talented. And uh, man, I, I just enjoy have you know getting to talk with you and getting to know you just a little bit. But every one of your listeners have their own gifts and talents and abilities and their own ideas. And when we don't bring those gifts and talents forward, we don't only hurt ourselves, but we also rob the world of something truly great. So um, that, that's kind of my story. And, and, and really, the point there is um, bringing those gifts and talents forward and not, not holding back because you're having some sense of humility. So, yeah. Your story is phenomenal. I, first and foremost, I want to say God bless your mother and grandmother because they they did a phenomenal job, and that's such a hard situation to be in. And you know, to stand up and and do that at the level at which they did it, it was it's remarkable. Um, the other thing is what when you first came to realize, I guess, what created the awareness in you that um, that you had this programming, and then when you came to that awareness, how did you go about? changing it. Mm, that's great, man. It, it was it was really a high school teacher. <clears throat> she came to me and uh, she challenged me to do something I'd never done before. And this, this lady, she was always on me, Mario. She was always on me, right? And, and, and really, you know, her title was teacher, but really she's a leader because that's exactly what a leader does is they see talent and potential within someone and they extract that talent and potential, right? So she challenged me to do something and uh, what she challenged me to do wasn't anything major, but it was a 5K, right? And, and I'd never ran a 5K. I ran in football and baseball, but that was for punishment. And, and I ran that 5K and I remember crossing the finish line and they put that little finisher's medal around my neck and this thought just boop, popped into my mind. I just ran three miles without stopping. I wonder how much further I can go. I wonder how much further I can go. And that that three turned into six, six turned into 13, 13 turned into 26, and 26 turned into 31. And it, and, and I won that thing, the 31 miler, won it overall, right? And, and when I did that, another thought came into my mind was I ran further than I thought was possible. What other areas of my life am I holding back in? How much further could I go in other areas? So to answer your question, it was really a progressive thing of someone actually stepping up to challenge me uh, to, to do something I'd never done before. They, they saw talent and potential and they're like, you know, let's don't let that lie dormant, you know. And I think that's our challenge as leaders is, is calling that out. We see talent and potential and let, let's motivate people, you know, so to win that thir- to win that mi- that race at 31 miler overall and to do it as a former catcher man you needed to go to that tryout <laughs> yeah 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 well i always look back now and you can say well, man what if right but it all worked out it's all good it's all good but catchers don't typically have that kind of speed uh, <laughs> they do have oh, the man. endurance cuz the squat behind the plate for that whole game and run to first every time a guy hits a ground ball that's a lot of work. Maybe that's but, what it was. Hmm? <laughs> they do have a lot of grit too. So I will say that. That's the one position that I never played in all my years of baseball is catcher. I was I think I was a little afraid of the position to be honest. That's a rough position. Oh yeah. Yeah, I loved it, man. I I'd, I'd actually played other positions and never never played until high school. Did it one time and said, "All right, this is where you're at." And I liked it because I, you know, Mario, I, I kind of like a little bit of control too. And, uh, 
I got to call the games and you're in on every play. So anyway. Yeah. I mean, they, you touch the ball more than anyone aside from the pitcher. And when he gets removed, so the pitcher is going to play the whole game most of the time. And uh, they're the field general. I think there's more managers in major league baseball that are former catchers than any other position. And it, it makes sense. I, I would have liked that aspect of the game, but just being behind a guy swinging a bat as hard as he can and catching a 90 mile an hour pitch in while that's happening, that scared me a little. I'll be honest. It's pretty tough. It's tough. It's <laughs> too. It really is. I, you know, I umpired behind the plate before. Oh, and wow. that was that was tough. And I can only imagine me having to catch the ball too. But in any case, Corey, thank you for being here. This was a great conversation. I can't wait to have you back on the next show and continue because there's more that we can talk about. I want to remind listeners to go to CoreyLeeLeadership.com slash conversation where they can grab those two downloads that we talked about. And uh, thanks so much again, my friend, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Mario. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.